and welcome back to Chop for Time, the audio version, the old school OG airy NPR kind of <laughs> microphone version. Uh, it's Devin and I this morning. Thomas and Sean are working at Empower Carter County. We'll go with a little explanation of Empower here in just a second, but Devin and I are sitting down this morning. We're talking about his message back into Hebrews this past Sunday, and we are just glad that you're here with us. All right. Well, Devin, good morning, brother. How are you this morning, man? Well, I'm good. I'm a little tired. Just um, still feeling the jet lag from going and spending a week in California and then coming back here. So my body's still saying, hey, what are you doing? So I'm trying to get through this little sleepy pattern without coffee. Yeah, so that's yeah. been really difficult. I don't know who's responsible for that, <laughs> but they're the worst. But no, anyhow, I mean, like here we are, like I said in the in the intro uh, untreated room, center table microphone. Oh, this yeah. is like the old school podcasting before everyone was podcasting and uh, before like major corporations and communication companies got involved with podcasting. Like right. you'd sign on to a podcast and it was just a dude or a couple people just sitting around a table just with a microphone that they could drag out and just having fun. That's so right. That's, uh, that's awesome. So before we pray and get started into this, just to tell you if you're unfamiliar with Empower, uh, what Sean and, and Thomas are doing, that's a group. We got 90-some middle and high schoolers Amazing. on the campus this week. They're doing service projects here in our county, in our community, of local people meeting needs. They're waking up early, they're doing worship, they're starting off with a devotion, they're going doing these work projects all day, they're coming back, they're eating, big worship thing of the night, they got small groups, God time, and it's just uh, it's a really fantastic thing. So if you don't know anything about it, you got a middle school, high school age kid, or maybe one that's getting close to it, maybe keep this in mind for the years upcoming. It's mm -hmm. June every year. So we're excited about that and what God's doing this week. So let's get started. I'm going to ask you if you would to pray for us. Absolutely. Father, we come to you this morning with uh, grateful hearts, grateful for your love for us, grateful that you've uh, poured out your blessings through your son, Jesus Christ, whom you offered freely as a redemption for our sins. And we just say thank you for that, for the hope that you've given to us. Thank you for Empower. We're mindful just to lift them up and just pray that you bless all those youth over there um, and just draw them to yourself. Give all the leaders wisdom in what they're doing. And just bless this time as Ben and I share on um, the message from this week. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Amen. Also, I wanted to do is to give a caveat that Ben yeah. did actually do the chop. I did. It can't be seen, but I it did. was right there. I did. For your audio listening pleasure, <laughs> we did chop. Uh, Hebrews. Back into Hebrews, man. Uh, you know, we've taken a couple months away, uh, but we're in Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 6. And um, ironically enough, you preached the kind of the pause message yes. on Hebrews 1 through 3 out of chapter 6. And now you're picking up 4 through 6. Uh, kind of the danger of falling away is what we so there's been a lot of warnings here right in these past few chapters that's right you know the pastor the preacher who's writing this um they're they're really giving a lot of uh, I mean, it's rebukes in a lot of ways yes but it's also just stern warnings as well so hebrews 6 4 through 6 the danger of falling away give us a little bit of a recap what you what you shared 
Well, um, you know, and it was such a, an honor to be able to come from the last, you know, message where I talked about, hey, building on a foundation. And then this one coming to a, just a difficult passage, Hebrews 6, 4 through 6, where you're dealing with such things as it's impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift, become partakers of the Holy Spirit, you know, all these things to renew them to repentance if they fall back. And, you know, so very kind of scary verses. I remember when I first read those um, as a new Christian I was I was like man is that um, mean I can you know I'm, I, I'm gonna not be saved I'm gonna die I can't come back you know what does this mean so it's a great passage but a little scary as you look at this is this me and it's a question we all should, all of us should ask yeah, ourselves yeah, and a lot of theological debates I mean there's been church splits denominational splits yes uh, and a lot of stuff that's been centered around this passage of scripture right uh and that's I, I know it's difficult not to get into those weeds on a sunday morning but that's that's what you did you know we we didn't want to get into that that's uh, in our culture currently that's that's not what we're feeling that holy spirit is leading us into amen uh and you you gave us a very practical challenge and a good definition of how we you know how we were approaching that so sorry to interrupt your recap but i i did i no. appreciated that Amen, amen. And, and the, the message I just talked about, what it wasn't, you know, as we looked at this foundation that we've been building on from the last time, that it wasn't backsliding. You know, this is what the the writer of Hebrews is not dealing with. Hey, you slipped into some sin and now it's you're, you're through. God's just throwing you away. And I want to encourage because, you know, the writer of Hebrews dealing with apostasy, which turning away, and I love the little definition that I found online, is you know that of a baptized believer turning and renouncing publicly their faith yeah. that they had once publicly said, and that's what was with the Hebrew people that were there. He was writing to; they were getting ready to say, "Hey, they said Jesus was better. They were, you know, had claimed him, but then all of a sudden." trials tribulations persecution rose up and so that they were well maybe jesus isn't greater because look what i'm going through because of this right. and so you know that he's given these warnings don't fail like all these other people that went through these trials in the wilderness through the red sea all these things and so um then i just gave some encouragement at the end some applications of how we should apply this to our life you know um that we need to pursue a relationship with god um you know and of course the basics so they use that little story through prayer, the word, listening to, talking to God, listening to God, and then talking to people that know God mm -hmm. is important rather than just a Sunday morning, hey, I'm hanging out here uh, for my once a week uh, religious duty kind right. of thing. So, Right, yeah. You know, I'm a, a kind of an irreducible minimal statement kind of guy. That's, I, 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 I that work, was nice. Thanks, man. <laughs> I work off of that whenever I'm preparing a message. I'm like, okay, I'll read the scripture, the passage, kind of, outline it what i think and i'm like okay what's one statement like if i had to give someone a one statement synopsis of what this passage is saying i want to develop that then i work my message from there yes and what you did was you really encapsulated that really well in this one statement where you said that we cannot allow anything to come between our relationship with jesus christ amen and i think that if we were to have to boil it completely down to this statement. I think that's what the, the author is really intending here. It's like, yes. don't allow anything, anything to get between you and your, your relationship with Jesus Christ. And that was, it was really my main takeaway from the message mm. was just the importance of 
that focus on Jesus Christ and that relationship with him being paramount. You know, because you brought up the, the statement of like, listen, um, you know, Jesus meant no words in several times in the Gospels about how we should view our priority of our relationship with him. It's like, man, let, let the dead bury the dead. Yes. Unless you hate your mother and father. And that's not like hating. It's like, unless your love for them kind of looks like hate compared to your love for me, Amen. then you're not in relationship with me. That's right. You know, and that's Jesus. He was really straightforward with that. And here we see the writer of Hebrews really just reemphasizing that. And I mean, they're breaking it down. He's greater than the angels, greater than Moses, greater than Joshua, greater than the Old Testament prophets, greater than all of these things. Um, And just, again, you can't allow anything to get between you and your relationship with Christ. And we're, there's so many temptations of that. Yes. I mean, this world seems to revolve around putting things in front of us that are designed to do just that, to pull us away from Jesus. So I'm, I'm really thankful and appreciate the way that you talk just straight, straight to the congregation because that's, that's what Jesus did Amen. Uh, about, Hey, you know, this is, this, we can't play around with this. This isn't something that, uh, we, we dabble in, um, because I, if we're dabbling, I'm not for certain that we're going to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant, Amen. enter in. So uh, that was kind of my main takeaway from it. What um, what would you feel like you maybe didn't go super deep into uh, because of time, you know, chop for time here, um, an area of your message or a passage or something that you kind of looked at that you introduced to the congregation but could have gone so much deeper. Was was there anything like that in your message? Well, you know, in, in just the time period of, of sharing, you want to draw people into that place of, hey, God loves you, and he's got a plan for your life. But the enemy, you know, when you're looking at this thing, the enemy, just like, and, and I think I love the passages that talked about Hebrews 4, 1 through 2 was one of them I looked at, yep. Yep. where it talked about, hey, those people that... Um, they all went through these experiences, but everything that happened to them, the word of God that spoke to them wasn't mixed with faith. Mm-hmm. So they were hanging on on the in, you know the fringes. Yeah. And you know, and then First Corinthians ten was spoke so powerfully to this passage because it talked about all these people were baptized, all drank from the same spiritual rock. I mean, just incredible passages. And I think we're going to read these, but they talked about. What these people did, but it didn't benefit them, even though they were part of the congregation. Yeah. And I really wanted, that was the stick. There's people in our congregation. Mm-hmm. There's people that hang around us. There's people, you know, and I don't know who is or who isn't. It's not my job to find that out. But my job is to just like said, Paul, preach the word faithfully because they're there, but they're just there. Yeah. They're not in a relationship yeah. with Christ. They're doing their religious duty. They're doing their hangers on. It's a social club, whatever. There are many multitude of reasons. I don't know because they, and maybe they started off good, but you know, they started coming out, but then they just never made it into yeah. where God wants right. them to go. Right. Great. I want to, uh, you used Luke 13, mm. uh, 24 and 25. 
And you read from the message version. Oh, I love that message. Um, so I've got a buddy, one of my really good friends. He refers to the message as the hip hop version of the Bible. <laughs> um, you know, again, I'm more of a word for word sure. uh, kind of guy. I listen. I have some dynamic translations, which is more of a phrase for phrase type thing. The the NIV sure. is, is a phrase for phrase. The NLT and the message is a phrase for phrase. Um, so I, I always cross-reference these. And I love the fact that you brought the message into this because it truly really simplifies this in a way that it kind of gets the point across um, that not a lot of others do. And I'm going to read this, uh, Luke 13, 24 through 25. A bystander said, Master, will only a few be saved? Mm. Talking to Jesus. That's right. Jesus said, whether few or many is none of your business. Put your mind on your life with God. The way to life, to God, is vigorous and requires your total attention. I love that, the totality of your attention. A lot of you are going to assume that you'll sit down to God's salvation banquet just because you've been hanging around the neighborhood all of your (laughs) lives. Well, one day you're going to be banging on the door, wanting to get in, But you'll find the door locked and the master saying, sorry, you are not on my guest list. Worst words ever. I mean, that's a, again, super current translation, wording, phrasing, but it really gets the point across, man. Just because you've been in the neighborhood, just because, listen, we're in the Bible Belt, Bible Belt, just because you're from Kentucky, right? you're not getting saved. Because you're from Kentucky, because your grandparents, because your parents, because all your family, because you've come to church your whole life. Right. That's in the neighborhood, unless you know Jesus personally. And given that total attention to that relationship with him, may not be on the guest list, man. You know, there was one thing then during this week that I wish we had, the gong. Because I wanted to kind of talk about thing. We still the, got it. I, I, oh, oh, oh. I wanted you to hit the gong every time I said, it's going to church, going to save you. Right. Gong. Right. You know, that's the gong show right there. I thought about that. I was like, yeah, because I was like, eh. and But I was like, oh, gong would be so much better if it was there. So yeah. that was kind of funny. But I love that because it really does. says just because you've been hanging around, you don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, relationship is what God wants. Not He doesn't want your service he does but he wants a relationship your service all his service filthy racks yeah nothing yeah and it's uh yeah i mean there's a couple statements that come to mind with me is like you know the hey did we not cast out demons in your name seven yeah he's like depart from me you workers of iniquity i never knew you never knew you it's like okay so you did works that you were doing for me in my name but we didn't have a relationship. Right. I didn't know you. And then, uh, is it seven sons of Sceva that go out and try to cast out? That's right. You know, the demon and the and the the demons are like, because they're like, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Paul. Right. You know, and, the, and the demons even respond. They're like, listen, Paul we know. Jesus we really know. Who are you? Who are you? You're the one I'm having the problem with here. And they attacked him and they yeah. fled out of the house naked. Yeah. <laughs> that like, like, so, sounds like a movie right, right there, right? Right. So, I mean, that, that just should show us the power of that uh, total commitment in all of our energies and our focuses going towards that relationship. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not going to be by our works. 
That's right. It's not going to be by what we do, how good of a person we are, uh, any of these things. And that's the, um, you know, you, you referenced back to a couple weeks ago when Dr. Kendall was here. And he uh, you know, he asked the question, if you stand in front of Jesus and Jesus asks you the question, he very well may. Um, why should I let you in right. to my heaven? Um, and there's, unless it's through a relationship, through the blood of Jesus Christ, that's the answer. Your true love, if if there's a relationship based out of love and we can answer that question, it's like, because I love you the mm. way that you're commanding me to love you. Amen. We may not like the answer to it. That's right, because like Jesus told the women at the well, you know, she was like, well, our fathers worship over here and you guys say you got to worship over there. He said, that's not it. That's not it. You know, God's looking for your heart, basically. He's looking for your spirit. He's that right spirit that worships him in truth. That's what he's looking about. And that's the key principle to the relationship, you know, because it's not, you know, this passage has thrown a lot of people for a loop, whether they think they can lose their salvation or jump in and out. And he's really, you know, he's talking about, man, your relationship is so important with Christ don't let anything come between there. Don't let your past, don't let, you know, because like even the people that came out of Israel, they wanted to go back. I mean, I'm not out of Israel, they came out of Egypt. They're like, hey man, this Moses character, we don't know what happened to him. Let's just go back, you know. Yeah. And that's the enemy right there. He wants us to go back and give up and don't worry. But God's like, press in, pursue me because I'm fighting for you. He's already fought for us, right? Mm-hmm. He gave his son. That's the greatest fight in the world. So now it's he's saying, hey, now you've got to fight for me too. You got yeah. to pursue this. Yeah, and something that we'll we'll probably dive into a little bit this coming Sunday when talking about because again Hebrews is basically the New Testament commentary on the Exodus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. it's just such a beautiful unpacking of the Exodus. And there's part of it when they get into the Promised Land, like they're actually in the Promised Land right. at this point. Um, and they're starting to become discouraged because they're facing enemies. That's right. Like, I mean, honestly, whenever we feel like we're in God's will, like his promises are being fulfilled, and then we meet resistance, isn't our tendency to like, oh, okay, messed up somewhere. Yes. You know, what's going on here? We're, we're facing these enemies. And in that, God answers them uh, of, as to why they're still facing troubles, why they're still facing enemies. And scripture tells us that he left the enemies in the promised land to tend the land yes. until they got there. And he he says, I left these people there to test your hearts. Yeah. yeah to yeah. test your hearts because that's it, man. God always wants that affection and fellowship for him. So he leaves things in our lives because I mean, he would just otherwise he just take us to heaven, right? We yeah. get saved and just boom, hey, come on up. Yeah. But you know, he wants to grow in a relationship with us. And it, you know, the strongest people are those who go through the test. And yeah come through it and that's what he wants he wants us to be flourishing and fully dependent upon his love for us in our lives yeah yeah i i know that you're wanting to get to corinthians 10 here just saying, oh, no, it's I, okay. I, I do want to throw this um this passage that you used as well on sunday uh, we've kind of alluded to it a couple times but second corinthians 13 5 mm. uh, examine yourselves yes examine yourselves uh, to see whether you are in the faith. Try and test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, mm. unless indeed you fail to meet the test? Yes. It's just that uh, there, there's a personal aspect of this, because again, going back to, hey, my grandparents were 
part of this church. My parents were part of this church. It's we're not getting in on their faith, man. Gong. There's yeah, that gong yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's 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 not how we do it. It's a, examine yourselves, see if you're in the faith, and then you wrapped up. And 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 again, this is not wrapping this episode up, but no. I, I love this because this has kind of been a theme over the past three or four weeks, tying into our Holy Spirit yes. study. Ask Holy Spirit to reveal to you anything that grieves Him. And then don't do it. Amen. This is amen. You want to keep yourself in a relationship There's with a God. Lot don't forget that God has given us His Holy Spirit, yeah. and that's what He wants to us to rely upon His Holy Spirit. That we can say, "Hey, Holy Spirit, show me." You know, and and that's what keeps you in a relationship. It's not just some force. It's not just the word of God. Although that's the powerful, He's going to direct us into the word of God. But He's letting us know moment by moment. Hey, this is the right path. Walk in it. You hear a voice behind you saying, "This is it." You know, yeah. and that's so important and powerful that we are dependent upon what God says. Uh, you know, and, and I think that's you know when we talk about getting rid of the weeds because that was part of that mm-hmm. part where where I talked about the weeds rise up and choke the word yeah. and you become unfruitful because that's what the enemy, he's going to put stuff around us. God's going to let those things happen mm-hmm. so that he can test our hearts to see that we love him or not. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Corinthians 10. Oh, this is just, you know what I loved about this was I'm afraid that many people looking at this passage will begin to think that, you know, because I've slid into some sin because I've, um, you know, backslid, and it's been what six months, and I haven't really read my Bible. I'm, you know, going to church. So they come, and all of a sudden, they're reading this passage, and they're like, "Man, that's me. I can't be saved." You know, it says it's impossible. I fell away. Oh my goodness! You know, um, that it's over for me. So I really wanted to encourage them, and I felt like this was a great passage right here. That it's not about backsliding. Hey, that's an important issue, but we're not really dealing with that here. And the writer of Hebrews is not dealing with that here. He's dealing with apostasy. And I love this passage right here. And this is going to be out of the message again. Um, 1 Corinthians 10, remember our history, friends, and be warned. All our ancestors were led by the providential cloud and taken miraculously through the sea. They went through the waters in a baptism like ours, as Moses led them from enslaving death to salvation life. They all ate and drank identical food and drink, meals provided daily by God. They drank from the rock, God's fountain for them that stayed with them wherever they were, and the rock was Christ. Here, here's the key. But just experiencing God's wonder and grace didn't seem to mean much. Mm. Most of them were defeated by temptation during the hard times in the desert, and God was not pleased. And Hebrews 4 tells us that all those things that were shared with them didn't mean anything to them because they didn't mix it with faith. They never went into a relationship with God. They just looked at the wonderful things that God did, partook of everything he had for them, but never got into that personal, I love God with all my heart. Yeah, Yeah, such a powerful, powerful charge and kind of, rebuke yes um that yeah that everything again it's seeking the face not the hand amen of god amen. you know it's like sometimes we're so guilty of being content with the blessings of god on our lives um and all of us believer unbelievers alike we all experience that common grace of god it rains on the just and the unjust yes and that's that's a passage that's indicating blessings. Mm. It's not like a rainy day 
think a lot of times we view that as like, oh, bad things are happening. Well, it rains on the just. You know, right. No, 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 no. That, that passage is telling us rain equals blessings. That's right. Rain equals harvest. Yes. Uh, and it rains on the just and the unjust. Anyone can pursue the blessings of God. Anybody can want the hand. Yes. Jesus is after those that seek my face. Mm. This I say to you. And one thing that you should do, seek my face. Um, And yeah, just that, again, it just all seems to rotate back to that. Find out what grieves God, what grieves the Holy Spirit. Don't do that. Amen. Don't do that. Any parting words for us, brother? Um. I think you've said it right there. You can't get over that one. If you're in a relationship with God, it's like a relationship with my wife. You know, I have to find out what pleases her, yeah. what she doesn't like. When when I find out she doesn't like, I try not to do those things because if I do those things that she doesn't like, it doesn't work for us. Right, right. And so, hey, that's the same way we do it with God. God's made the picture of marriage to be a picture of, hey, our relationship with him and um, because he talks about that when he's married to the church yeah. and so i just think that that's what we need to do just what you said yeah amen all right guys if, listen if you haven't already we would love for you to like and subscribe to this this uh this one-off who knows who knows how many times we'll do this just the <laughs> just the straight up audio version but we're we're very thankful that you're here with us amen. today um you know next week i'm i'm looking forward to it because there's a little bit of a shifting uh, that the writer does here. Uh, you can read Hebrews 6, uh, 9 through 20. That's where we're going to be focusing our attention next week. Uh, and it really gets good. I mean, it's been good already, but man, it gets so good. So I'm excited about that. Uh, so just ask that you, uh, if you're around, if you're around our area, don't have a home church, we'd love to have you with us on Sunday morning, 10.30 a.m., 9.30 a.m. If you like Sunday school, we got age-appropriate classes all over the place. If you'd like to get in touch with us, feel free to contact us, fccgrayson.com. All of the contact information is on there. If you got a question for us, got some feedback, you can drop it in the comments below. Um, however, we'd love to hear from you, and we hope to see you soon. I'm going to pray for us, and we'll get out of here, man. Amen. Father, thank you so much for this. Uh, thank you for your word, the challenge, um, the conviction that it brings to our heart and just this, this motivation to keep you front and center, that all of our attention, all of our energy needs to be going to our relationship with you. God, help us to identify the areas in our lives where we are doing, saying, being, uh, behaving, acting, thinking uh, in a way that would grieve you, grieve your spirit. God, reveal those to us and then give us the strength and the insight to no longer do those things because our relationship with you is the most important thing in our lives. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.